and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Han. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars. I'm Rhonda Head, and I'm coming to you live from Bigetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opaskuyak Cree Nation. And we have an exciting, I have two exciting guests with for you this evening. And I just want to let you know that I got the podcast up for Indigenous Superstars again on iHeartRadio. <clears throat> so please check on my uh, Facebook page for, for the link to listen to the podcast of all the past musicians and artists that I've interviewed so far. And tonight I'm on my, I believe, my 54th guest tonight, which since I started interviewing guests in in April when COVID started. So I'm really excited that I'm on my 54th guest. And, and uh, I just want to say that I'm also starting to interview artists from the powwow circuit and i'm interviewing my first indigenous designer this week uh, her her line and company is called red berry woman she's from newtown north dakota so i'm really excited to be interviewing her, her this week and tomorrow i'll be interviewing marianne patrick and she's been on the powwow trail for a long 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 time and she was a fancy dance champion fancy dancer and a champion traditional dancer and she does real some really amazing beadwork so I'm really looking forward to to ex expanding the the show into into different mediums of art that with uh, indigenous people so I have a really exciting uh, guest tonight like I always do every week so I'm just going to read their bio and then I'm going to bring them on my 54th guest today is uh two members from the band from Eagle and Hawk. For more than 20 years, Canadian band Eagle and Hawk has brought roots, rock, and across North America and Europe with multi-award winning tracks. The, al the album's winning Winnipeg-based guitarist Vince Fontaine founded Eagle and Hawk with former CFL All-Star Troy Westwood in 1995. Within two years, the band began touring overseas in Europe. In 1998, Jay Bodner joined Eagle and Hawk as the lead singer, creating growing demand for their powerful live performance. They soon wrote and released their second album, Indian City, a continuation of their sound loved by fans, old and new. Adding Indigenous themes to their songwriting, their lyrics were filled with emotion and authenticity, connecting deeply with audiences worldwide. Blending inspired vision with musical talent, Eagle and Hawk furthered their progressive style of rock steeped in roots, fusion, and catchy songwriting, and continued to earn fans and loads of fanfare. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my awesome guests, Eagle and Hawk, uh, Vince Fontaine and Spatch. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Okay, hello. I'm like, is the sound on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're what's going on here? I can't by the lights behind Vince there. Yeah, I know they're mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, happy new year. And, uh, Jamie Gwaits for uh, having having us, Spatch and I. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. 2021, can you believe it? Wow. I can't believe it. I can't believe 2020. Never mind 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. Let's forget tw- let's forget 2020 for good. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we need to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a, a crazy year, if if uh, I must say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope, hope we never go there again. So but uh, yeah. yeah, that's congratulations well, on on fifty four uh, um, guests and um, streams that you've had. That's really uh, incredible, and I've watched uh, some of them. And uh, you know, it's it's a testament. And, and Spatch uh, will know this too, because actually, Spatch was right there at the beginning when we when we did put the first ideas of Eagle and Hawk together. Uh, that how much the uh, indigenous music scene has grown with artists coming forward there's almost a whole new other generation of artists since when we kind of started and uh, did some of our first gigs way back in the day yeah that's what i was uh, that's what i was one of the questions i was going to ask you is how did you get into music and and, uh, the formation of your band well i'll just give a little thing in the uh, little um um background on that uh, and, and spatch can jump in we come from a similar music background which is basically just the canadian music scene back in the uh, back in the 50s no just kidding <laughs> not the 50s <laughs> see if anybody was listening back in the 40s <laughs> I wasn't born then <laughs> wasn't born. Yeah, we were, but that's okay we were no just kidding <laughs> hey, nice. <laughs> my god I can't see you <laughs> oh, but but back hang on oh, just back in the late 80s mid 80s late 80s I mean Spatch and I uh, Spatch is from Toronto I'll let him jump in right away but I was just playing in the Winnipeg music scene the club scene and we were you know doing our gigs in the in the clubs and doing some tours across Western Canada. And that's where you got your experience and learn how to kind of cut your teeth on the stage. And uh, Spatch can give his background. And But Spatch and I first met, though, and I'll say this, uh, back in 1998. So our friendship and, and music uh, professional uh, association goes back over 30 years. So, Yeah, that's right, Vincent. Rhonda, uh, thank you for having us on the show. And I have uh, seen many of your episodes, and they're a, a lot of fun. and. Uh, uh, good variety of different musicians and musical styles. Um, I came here from uh, from Toronto. I came out with uh, to play with the Christopher Gaffney Band, and then I played with uh, Lenita Erickson. And I, I think I, I met you playing hockey, Vince, but I could have been in the bar. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> I, I think at club. first I thought he was the top, the Diamond Club. Yeah. So then we ended up. Um, uh, doing some stuff together. I was there at the beginning, but I didn't tour with them in the beginning until uh, much later on, probably around the Mother Earth record, I, think, I guess, Vince, I came yeah. back in. I, well, I think you you stepped in on a few gigs in the early uh, 2000s, probably. The Mother Earth album came out in 2004. But you're right. Uh, we met, um, actually, oh, our, yeah. our uh, common friend at the time was Chris Bergafney, who's actually, in a sense, one of the silent members of Eagle and Hawk. Um, who's our our producer and and uh, gets um, some of the co-writing credits on a lot of our tunes? But I met, I think I first time I actually met you and shook your hand was, believe it or not, on a Sunday 
at a Jets game at the old arena because a lot of us musicians were always working every night. And um, it was always great to go to the old arena on a Sunday in the afternoon for a matinee game. And you'd often run into musicians, you know, they were probably just waking up for that one o'clock game or something. But I remember Spatch was there and Chris and uh, we did uh, shoot the breeze a bit. So, yeah, I was, I wonder if it was a Toronto game because uh, being from Toronto and uh, diehard Toronto Maple Leaf, I was probably yeah. lost if I was at the Winnipeg Arena. Probably, yeah. It wasn't. It was like the old Maple Leaf Garden Barn kind of. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So we we uh, we ended up playing together and uh, you know learning a lot about uh, you know uh, the culture and the community and uh, different languages and ceremony and uh just it was great traveling around to all the different communities and seeing how people were living and how they were uh you know receiving the band but the one thing that i i, I thought was common within uh all the communities was the the laughter and sense of humor there's a sense of humor that runs like a, uh, a common denominator or thread through the whole community where uh the, they love to laugh people love to laugh that's for sure. They don't like really to laugh when we're playing, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but back in, back in the day, back in the day, Rhonda, there was an idea though that I had. You know, jumping out of the music scene, like the, the kind of the top forty club scene, was to create an original band that ha- was creating original music. You know, back in the day, I think if you're a Canadian musician, you you had a couple aspirations. You wanted to play in the clubs and the bars. Or you wanted to, and or you wanted to get a record deal, as what they called it back then. That was kind of the epitome on the on the trajectory of your career. But <clears throat> jumping off and creating a new uh, music entity was something that um, was kind of fresh for me. And uh, well, Spatch had been, of course, in original projects already as well. But <clears throat> to create one that would have um, an idea to create a bit of a voice and a brand, which was going to be through the well, at the time we used the word Aboriginal, right? So the Aboriginal lens in a sense, right? And, you know, in, in those early days too, and Spatch remember this, besides Troy Westwood, there was, um, you know, some um, couple of fellows that people would know, like Mike Breer, uh, Michelle Breer, um, and his brother Donovan Breer were kind of stepping in in the first, um, some of the first ideas of, of Eagle and Hawk and, uh, who else was there? Donnie Ducharme was on bass. And, you know, we did some gigs uh, in Saguin in the early and mid-90s. We just kind of wanted to have that brand. And even after Troy Westwood couldn't play anymore because he was he was playing football for the Blue Bombers, uh, Jody Gaskin jumped in and uh, sang for a year or two as well, right? So That's awesome. It is a so, lot of fun, so- yeah. I actually remember, uh, I remember doing... Uh, I don't think it was a first show, but it was an early show because I played it in Seguin with Eagle and Hawk. But we uh, were sitting in sort of a circle. I think it was upstairs at the arena, maybe. Probably, yeah. Or in the hallway or something. Do you remember that? With Troy singing? Mm, yeah, actually, I do now. I do remember that, yeah. I kind of remember, yeah. And we... <laughs> I do remember it. And that was it. He just was singing. Oh. <laughs> no, that's cool. So, you're, so you, missed, you, you're, um, you're cutting out. So I missed, I missed you. So sorry, Rhonda, go ahead now. So, so you recorded a new video, and I and I watched it uh, um, about half an hour ago, and it brought tears to my eyes. Mm, and right. then it it, it um, 
talks a lot or there's a lot of imagery about women and, and you're singing about women. Can you tell us a little bit about <clears throat> it before I play the video? Oh, sure. You're talking about the, um, well, the uh, latest Eaglin Hawk album, which was actually our first in how many years, Batch? About nine, ten years. Uh, uh, we released oh, yeah. last yeah. year, just over a year ago. It was called Liberty. And the track you're referring to is called She's Come of Age. And, um, you know, sometimes in Eaglin Hawk, we try and highlight a few <clears throat> a few issues and items that are importance or relevance, we think, through uh, the Indigenous lens. And this one in particular uh, was about uh, highlighting the achievements of women and uh, that, you know, they've, as the chorus says, the lyric says, she's come further than the Northern lights and she's shining just as strong and bright. Um, <clears throat> we, we put this video just recently and we wanted to highlight, um, and not that we were trying to make a political statement, we could have highlighted so many women. Actually, there is women in the video, other women that have, have achievement, but we highlighted um, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Uh, just because it was such an achievement for a woman of color to re uh, reach that office of the vice president. and uh, But there are many women in there. Um, Rosa Parks, um, who was a woman of color, who, <clears throat> if it wasn't for her protesting, sitting at the uh, on the bus, moving up, you know, that, that was part of the whole civil rights movement. And uh, Cindy Blackstone, there's uh, so many indigenous women who've uh, also <clears throat> kind of made their mark. So... Yeah, this is called She's Come of Age. Okay, I'm going to play it right away. All right.
So that was a real power, a really empowering, empowering for women for sure. Uh, thank you for for honoring the women. Yeah, absolutely. We could have did 10, 10 different versions of that uh, with all the women that have come of age. And uh, but I'm happy with with the song the way it turned out. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I'm trying to. Uh, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. So you recently did finish a documentary. Can you tell us about that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so CBC, um, CBC approached us um, maybe about two years ago, and uh, the, a filmmaker approached me as well and said uh, there's interest in doing a music documentary on Eagle and Hawk. So uh, we looked into it, and um, CBC jumped on board and made a commitment to do a music documentary on Eagle and Hawk, and uh, the music documentary was finished uh, this summer, as part of me this past summer, and uh, it debuted on um, CBC television on primetime, actually, on a Saturday night, October 31st, and uh, it's called Eagle and Hawk Takes the Stage. It takes a look back at 20-plus years and uh, lots of footage from Europe, lots of footage with some of our, you know, people that have come and gone into with Eagle and Hawk and uh, some highlight stories. So very proud of that. And, it, but it does look back on what, what we started from at the beginning, you know, and, and I always say that we weren't the, the first band to, to come across and uh, <clears throat> always acknowledging other groups like uh, seaweed or um, shin goose, Redbone, Cashton, Kisakola. So yeah, it was um, really excited, exciting and proud to be uh, having a documentary that's done on your behalf. That's so awesome. Yeah, that was so, a lot of fun. Say, oh, sorry, Spatch, go ahead. No, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it was it's really neat to see it on uh, uh, national TV across Canada. <clears throat> and uh, sometimes you, uh, <clears throat> you know, you forget about the place you've been or some of the accomplishments uh, that have happened, or some of the people that you know you may or may not have affected. So it was really, really cool to see. Uh, great to be a part of. That's so awesome! Congratulations! That's that's really fantastic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play the trailer. Yeah, sure. The trailer's pretty short, just a minute and twenty seconds or something. Yeah, okay, and I'll uh, I'll also post the the link the to link. it. Sure. Yeah. There we go. I was in a band and I didn't want to be in anymore. And I, and they said, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm going to start an Aboriginal band. What's an Aboriginal band? No idea. Maybe not pioneering, but there were.
That's excellent. Yeah. Wow. That's fun. <laughs> I got to watch that a- now. I, I remember you were telling me about it. Now I, I want to watch it. <laughs> that looks like so much, like a lot of history in, in, uh, in that documentary. And I think that all of us musicians need to need to watch that. Yeah, the documentary, the the full documentary, you can post a link or put it on your Facebook as well. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, And, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of history. And, you know, there was a real – there was a bit of a plan. We wanted to to be a voice in uh, the Canadian Canadian landscape. And uh, I think we we did that at times. We had some – a lot of fun gigs over the years, eh, Spatch? Really fun gigs. Yeah, we got to play. Uh, some of my favorites are, um, you know, playing in Germany, uh, going to Paris, uh, the New Orleans Jazz Festival, um, you know, meeting people. Like, I think the first concert that I went to when I was a kid was uh, in Toronto was Redbone, and then getting to uh, actually meet them and and uh, hang out with them was uh, was pretty cool. Yeah, that's definitely for sure. Well, we can't forget, uh, you know, the 2010 Olympics. We played main stage there a few times. and uh, Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, well, all of the uh, APCMA shows are actually one of our favorite all-time gigs, we used to say, was Indian Summer Fest in Milwaukee. It was uh, always a lot of fun to go um, every year. So a lot of fun yeah, that for that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Didn't you win uh, um, Legend of the Year or something? Legend? Legend of the Decade. No, I don't know. (laughs) Legend from the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. uh, Legend from the 50s. Yes. (laughs) There should be a a word called Legend of the Decade. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start that. Yeah, we'll start that. We'll... uh, We'll get a hold. Of, we'll get a. We'll get a hold of Jackie. We need to start Legend of the Decade. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, we had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun and played a lot of communities. Uh, you know, um, a lot of communities: Ontario, uh, Saskatchewan. I mean, right across pretty much the country. Here, very um, honored to be invited. You know, at times to play uh, some of the communities, and uh, you know, we just do our best. And one one of the things that's really exciting exciting is. Um, People know some of the Eagle and Hawk music. Uh, in particular, the um, <clears throat> one song that uh, we're going to give a little bit of a push coming up in the next couple of weeks is a song that Spatch sings. And once you hit the first couple of chords, people know exactly what we're uh, getting into, which is Sundancer. So. Oh, yeah, that's a great, great, great song. I love that song. And I know a lot of people really love that song, too. That was a great <clears throat> lyrics in there, great melody. Yeah. and. Yeah, and it's it's so much fun to sing. I know you asked me to come up come up on stage to sing with you at uh uh one once or twice. That was a yeah. lot of fun. We're going to release a video um um on Sundancer, uh the song actually in the next week or so. I might as well let people know. And uh, but you know, Sundancer the lyric is Sundancer carry the weight on your shoulder. So that's really the premise behind the song anyways. But this time around, we're going to, in, in video, we're going to honor the uh, essential and frontline workers that have been front and center for the last 10 months now, right? They kind of help us, uh, you know, make the world go around or through this COVID uh, dark cloud. We've uh, hopefully, I think, just getting 
a partial glimpse that uh, we're going to get out of the next uh, this year. That would, be, that would be so awesome. And they, uh, yeah, they, they certainly need to be acknowledged for all the work that they've been doing, all the, you know, keeping us safe and keeping the, the, our, the sick people safe and, and um, well, pretty well keeping them company too, because we can't go visit them in the hospital. So yeah, yeah it's really great that you're going to be acknowledging them and the truck drivers. and, and Absolutely. Uh, there's truck drivers, uh, there's field yeah. workers, uh, all kinds of workers that are just uh, out there putting the, uh, you know, keeping the world going as best it can under the restrictions that we're, uh, we have going on, right, to keep, uh, keep safe and get through the, this, this time, right? Yep. Yeah, my sister Janet's watching this the show, and she said, "I love thank I love Sundancer," and she said, "Thank you, I love that. I am a frontline worker." So she's happy oh well, then yeah. that's awesome, and uh, we'll let you know when we're going to put it out, which will probably be in the next uh, either the, uh, the end of the week or early next week. We like I said, it's always been on our mind, and I think Spatch had some ideas that you know we got to acknowledge uh, people more and more that are really carrying the weight on their shoulder. Uh, all the time throughout the whole year, right? That's right. That's right. Well, I'll post it on Indigenous Superstar when you when, uh, or yeah. I can do it once. It, once <clears throat> the video comes out, I'll share it on the on the sure, yeah, on our group page, and I'll also share it on social distance Powell. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's important that, like Vince was saying, is to uh, uh, acknowledge the people that are you know keeping the stores open or. Uh, the lines of communication, uh, drivers, people delivering hampers, you know, like Bear Clan, Mama Way. There's a lot of people that have been working, you know, 10 months straight, uh, redirecting and repurposing uh, their agencies and stuff so they can get food out to people that can't really get out or aren't working. So it's uh, really made a big difference in the last uh, 10 months. Uh, so it's important to, when you see them to say thank you. That's so you're sure. welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, actually, yes, Batch and I are lucky. Uh, I'm not lucky, I should say, but we're we're part of the uh, Bear Clan and Mama Way uh, hampers that they uh, deliver uh, in the city here in Winnipeg. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So you'll be singing that song for yourself, too. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I, th I think there's a picture of us uh, with the hampers, a uh, little cameo oh, appearance cool. that we put in there with the bear clan. So, <laughs> yeah. The new version is, uh, uh, you know, it's it's sort of how, I mean, I've always, or we've always wanted the song to sound uh, fuller, you know. So, yeah, I think it. That's it right. It's it, a new uh, version. That's right. It's a new version of the song, actually. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. on the album, so. That is cool. There's a lot of great so, harmonies. Yeah, and... I, forgot to be, I forgot to add these uh, comments on. I'm just going to add them right away. Janet says, I love Sundancer. Thank you. She's a frontline worker. She works for the MKO crisis team. So they have mm. to go to all the different communities in Manitoba when there's a crisis going on. Right. So she's going to cry when, when, you, when you guys... Uh, when the movie or when the video comes out yeah, and she says, carry the weight on my shoulder says it all. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, they yeah, sure did. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so that's really good work that you guys are doing. And, and I just want to mention to the people that are tuning in that, that you guys are a multi award winning band and that you also won a Juno award. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, we were in the audience and they went, and the winner is. (laughs) (laughs) And you jumped up before your name got called. (laughs) Oh, no, the wrong band. No. Uh, (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Uh, No, back back in the day in the 50s, we were, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I think it was our uh, third album, I guess. The first one was with Troy, The Dream, and then... uh, we did that first one with Jay called um, Indian City of all names, which of course uh, became a band uh, 20 years later. Um, no, we had a, an album called On and On. And um, so uh, the, the Junos were in St. John's that year and um, we were so honored and humbled to, to win. And uh, it was exciting. Um, but, you know, we've had some, wonderful experiences over the years we've been invited to the junos as a nominee uh, a few times since that <clears throat> i think the mother earth album uh, we went to edmonton for that ace match yeah hey i've been to uh edmonton toronto, toronto. yeah where else uh i think halifax i think the band's been nominated four times and then the one uh, juno recipient so i still, uh, I still remember I didn't go to, I wasn't in Newfoundland, but I was in bed. And I remember you phoned me and woke me yeah. up and said, hey, guess what? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I still have that memory for sure. But it's that's been a really lot good. of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a lot of fun because we got to perform at the Junos and, you know, special events out there and meet other artists. And, um, you know, there's uh, even artists, uh, although it never came to fruition, uh, Cindy Lauper was talking about wanting to do something. And I, I remember Nelly Furtado saying that she wanted to do something. She ended up not doing it with us. But remember she, she did that performance with, uh, um, what's the name of that singing group, the powwow group? Was it Stony Park or Northern Cree? Maybe Northern, Northern Cree. Cree. Northern Cree, that's right. Was that on the Grammys or, or the Native American Music Awards, I think, actually? No, I that's think it right. was the Junos. <clears throat> oh, okay. It could have been the Junos, right. Yeah, because... Yeah, that's you're absolutely right. So. We met her at the Junos, and she was interested in uh, doing something. And she ended up uh, doing it with Northern Cree. They had them at the beginning. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Nelly Furtado. Oh, who did uh, I say? Northern Cree. Did I say <laughs> I Nelly Furtado though? Yeah. Yeah, Nelly Furtado. Actually, the best. Uh, well, actually, not the best. One of the one of the coolest celebrities we met, and Spatch may uh, agree to this too, was at uh, one of the Junos we were at. And um, all of a sudden there's this guy. I was like, hey, that, that looks like the guy from um, Wayne's World. Looks like the guy from Wayne's World. Is that Alice Cooper? It was Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. It was Alice Cooper. And Spatch goes up and he had to make sure we were going to get a picture with him, <laughs> with Alice Cooper. Did you get your photo with him? Oh, yeah, we got a photo with him, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> that was a lot was... of fun, Alice, Alice Cooper. They have, at the Junos, they have... Um... There's two events. Actually, the better one, or most of the awards are given on the uh, Saturday, uh, on the day before. The so day before the televised just, show, yeah. The televised show is the next day, but a lot of the great performances. And we, our award was at, uh, our nomination was at uh, the day before. The Saturday show, think, yeah. 
Yeah, I think people like Sarah McLaughlin performed. Like, remember, there's a lot of great performers. And we saw Alice Cooper. Nelly Furtado was there, too. And uh, I remember Alice Cooper was sitting eating dinner. And uh, and I just, I said, hey, man, how you doing? And he... (laughs) He took his napkin, wiped his mouth, stood right up and and started talking. He was just so gracious and so humble. Afterwards, I felt bad because I I disturbed his dinner, but he stood up and took pictures with us. Absolutely, right. Yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. That is so cool. That's a cool story for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that was like what what Spatchel was saying, you know, because we're so fortunate to be at some events and you meet other musicians. And at the end of the day, people just want to share their music and their, their voice and message. And when we were playing the New Orleans jazz fest, uh, as Patch was saying, Cindy Lauper was on the side of the stage, kind of watching part of our set. It was like, are you kidding? That's Cindy Lauper watching us. So oh. you know, we went, we went to chat with her, but the other artist of the day at that time, which we had met in Toronto at the Junos, cause they were at the table beside us was arcade fire. And um, so, you know, I went up to Arcade Fire and I says, first of all, can we take your picture? And that was the coolest. And I says, hey, by the way, next month we're going to be at the New Orleans Jazz Fest. You guys are playing there as well. So I don't know if you believe me or not, but next thing you know, he was on the side of the stage, uh, the Arcade Fire uh, singer and his wife with Cindy Lauper watching the Eagle and Hawk performance, uh, which cool. is actually the, the coolest video. It's, it's on uh, YouTube, Eagle and Hawk New Orleans Jazz Fest 2011. Yeah, I'll have so. to check that out too. That's so awesome. Uh, and uh, we're coming to a close. I know the time went by really fast. Uh, <clears> I just want to um, acknowledge you, Vince, for, for paving the way for a lot of us Indigenous musicians who are who, uh, who are, are following the footsteps behind you and for upcoming emerging Indigenous emerging artists as well. So thank you for paving the way for us and, and uh, you know, um, teaching us that we have to w- work hard in order to get, I know we have to work really hard to get where you're at. There's a lot of hustling going on, a lot of self-promotion and, and um, it's just, it's a job in itself and it's so much work and, and uh, you know, deserve all the, all the awards that you've won, all the accolades that you, you've received. Uh, thank you very much for, for paving the way for us. And, and I'm sure you'll continue to do that. And and um and thank you for being my fifty fourth guest. Mm. Uh, and Spat and Studio fifty four. I just want to say one thing before I go. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So they're joking earlier about uh, uh, artist of the decade uh, award. Uh, you just hit on something there that I think is is uh, uh, I wouldn't say overlooked, but I think that it needs to be brought to the. Uh, Sort of the top of uh, the topic is is Vince. You you touched on it. Vince should get pioneer of the mm-hmm. double decade award because uh, there's a lot of artists that have come before, but Vince is one of the uh, the first ones, if not one of the only ones, that persevered and took the band uh, back across the water to Europe. Took the band a lot of times back across the water, and has continued to. Uh, help promote and uh, give opportunity and uh, uh, to a lot of young artists. As you see in Indian City, there's just so many uh, young artists that have come up. And I think that, uh, sorry, Vince, but I think that you no, need no, to that, be- No, no, thank you. <laughs> I, think you. I think you need to be acknowledged and recognized in some sort of a, uh, mm. some, uh, 
Pioneer Award if there's ever one. So mm. hats off well, to you, buddy. You. You've done a you've done a uh, you yeah. you paved the way or uh, you've been the icebreaker uh, mm. for for a lot of young young acts and uh, acts, giving them hope wow. and 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 yeah. you know for the future. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. And it's for the people, anyways. That's what it's all about. So uh, that's <laughs> you guys got me yeah. all emotional. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> it's 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 true. I caught you unexpected, yeah. but I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's I don't think I mean, you know, you have your leaders like Lisa Meaches in the film and award industry, and yeah. Rhonda, you lead the way in uh, opera. Uh, but uh, you know, Vince has been the guy uh, that is uh, you know brought indigenous uh not just voices mm. but culture too with dancers and there's yeah. always been dancers and there's been a lot of yeah. sort of bands that have copied that and 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 that's good too but he was uh him and the and the boys before my time were the first randy booth uh the yeah. rock star of hoop dancers bruce, bruce fontaine wow you know, those, absolutely uh, yeah he was uh so there's a lot of ones that have uh, come before so mm-hmm you deserve that's that credit. True. So somebody here, somebody online uh, commented Whitefish Jr. So Ray Ray was Whitefish Jr. is the ones that were singing with Nelly Furtado. Okay. So just uh, comment, oh. make a comment on the on the screen, and we'll we'll correct that if that was the sure. Okay. Yeah. So the Whitefish Whitefish Juniors. Whitefish did you say Jr., Whitefish yeah. Bay? Yeah. Whitefish Juniors. They're Whitefish from Juniors. Okay. Ah, yeah. I, yeah. They yeah, they were epic. It was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. And then Janet also said, "Vince is the only one that shared his knowledge to upcoming artists." Thank you for mentoring my sister. Ah, uh, mm. yeah, and I wonder it did mentor me a lot, and uh, uh, yeah. you know, you uh, helped me out a lot in my career as well, and, mm-hmm. and introduced me to Charles Cousins. And I just released one of my oh. latest pieces. I re-recorded um, Kasagitin, I Love You, with the orchestra that, yeah. that Charles Cousin arranged, and it's so beautiful. It's just uh, incredible. Mm, awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Well, let's hope that we get to uh, do some performances this year and, and beyond, uh, again, with things like the symphony orchestra and that. So, For sure. Uh, yeah. For yeah. sure, and 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 while we're in the topic of of uh, music award show, them I'm, I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag now that I'm planning an award show with for Indigenous Superstar Award Show. So uh, beautiful, yeah. Keep um, you know, stay tuned for that. It's I'm getting the website ready and probably gonna be launched within a month or so. But it's in the works, and who knows, awesome, maybe yeah. ten decade. Uh, ah. Maybe that ten decade award or two. <laughs> Person of the decade. <laughs> yeah, from the fifties. <laughs> so I'm well, excited to that. Thank you so for having us on. Yeah, and thank you so much for for being part of the this great conversation that I have every week with us. Uh, sure with um, amazing indigenous superstars. So where can we find your music? Well, you can find it on, uh, I guess it's the usual uh, Apple Music. You can find it, uh, yeah, Apple Music. I guess you just Google Google Music and people can uh, listen to it, Spotify, Bandcamp. And uh, the, the latest album is called Liberty. And... Uh, 
We've um, got a couple of tracks we think are really, really epic, but uh, we're excited. We're going to give a push to Sundancer um, coming up in another week or two with a video and uh, hope to get the new version of the track on the Indigenous Music Countdown. And uh, I think people really like it. It's um, it's just polished up a bit and uh, a little more powerful than uh, the earlier versions and uh, got some great female singers on the track. Awesome. So Ray Ray commented, he said, yes, it was Whitefish Juniors, not Northern Cree that, at the Junos. That okay. Performed. Okay, there we got that straight. Thank you for, for commenting and then letting us know who the, the singers were with that performed with Nelly Furtado. It was Whitefish Juniors. Perfect. So yeah, I think, and uh, do you have any parting words that you, you'd both like to say? Go ahead, Spatch. you want anything? No, I said it all. Thank you for having us on, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the in the new year. I just, I still think it's twenty twenty point one. I don't think it's twenty twenty one yet. So, hopefully, uh, we get all this stuff straightened out soon, and we get to see each other sooner than later. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, really look forward to seeing uh, people's smiling faces in person uh, somewhere sooner than later. Hey, Coco. Hi, Coco. Coco. Is Coco is on there? Is Coco. that Ray Ray? I have to tell one story about Ray Coco Stevenson. Okay. We were coming back from Europe, I think, and we were, you know, just off of like a nine, ten hour trip. <laughs> and uh, and Coco, um, you know, he likes his coffee in the morning, but he also likes his cigarette. So we got off the tarmac in Chicago O'Hara Airport, and Coco wanted to have a cigarette right away. I think the story goes, maybe Jay would know it better, but I think Coco wanted to light up a cigarette just coming right off the plane on the tarmac. No, you can't smoke on the tarmac. So uh, anyways. <laughs> I was there. The I remember story? that. Yeah. That's right. I, <laughs> I think, But Coco went and uh, he had some euros, money. He had some European currency. <laughs> he went to the kiosk. I think he was standing with Spatch and he said, Hey, how much is this worth? So the the guy in the kiosk goes, I don't know, senor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> so Aaron said, your music is amazing, guys. So blessed to see, to first see you in Milwaukee at Indian Summer Shows. Ah, Milwaukee, I'm like an old friend. Yes, indeed. Yep. <laughs> Ray is just laughing. <laughs> Ray's laughing. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a true story. So, so, so my next guest is is Marianne Patrick from Rosso River. She's uh, been on the Paul Trail for many, many years, and I'm excited to have her on the show tomorrow. And then we got a, an Indigenous designer from Newtown, North Dakota. The red, her name is her company's called Red Berry Woman, and she has really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful garments that she makes. So I'm pretty excited to be expanding into different areas and uh, with artists, with Indigenous artists. So mm -hmm. I just want to say to everyone: be safe, be healthy. Eguse. Coming Indigenous Superstar, only on Indigenous Superstars.